0: What everybody else got to say. If you constantly got your eyes on what everybody else doing, you ain't getting no money. When it comes down to closing a deal, I get you done. Every single one. Hey, welcome, welcome, y'all, back to another episode of Cornology, and this is a very special episode of Cornology. It is our final episode for season two. I am so excited to be closing out another successful season, and I couldn't close it out with anyone any more special than Mr. Jack A. Daniels. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, I'm special. Special. Oh, I love to be special. (laughs) Special. Now, it's okay, should we call you Jack A. Daniels
1: or Jack... Jack Daniels. I mean, just call me. Okay, okay. But call call me Jack. I mean, just call me Jack. Jack. You ain't got. Did your parents name you? A in there, It gets weird.
0: Did your parents name you after the drink?
1: They. uh, You know, the funny thing is, I'm actually named after my dad. Okay. Um, his name is John. Okay. But I have an older brother that's named John, so he named my brother John Jr. And he wanted both of us named after him. Jack is another name for John. Okay. So I got Jack.
0: You got Jack, and
1: it just happened. That,
0: so, but was the alcohol out before or after the you? Alcohol been around since like the eighteen hundreds. Okay, I didn't know. So I'm not a. You <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so they knew that you were going to end up having that name.
1: They knew it. Okay. They knew okay. It. They thought it was funny.
0: I, well, I think it's a, a memorable name.
1: It's it comes in handy sometimes. Okay. Like 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 sometimes I want people to forget me. Mm -hmm. But I could walk into a room and then everybody knows exactly.
0: And it obviously has worked well for you. It has.
1: But, you know, like, again, sometimes I I just want to be invisible.
0: Well, you can't be too invisible with these accolades. (laughs) Let me tell you guys who I'm talking to. okay? because, you know, I'm just I'll jump right into a conversation. Jack is a certified psychotherapist. He is the founder of the Breakthrough Institute. Okay. He is a master storyteller expert. And I think you have helped about thousands of women, it's probably men too, learn how to master the art of telling a story, right? Um, He also is the founder of the Good Men's Club. Mm. Okay. So we're going to have to talk a little bit more about that because a lot of people don't believe that that still exists. (laughs) Okay. And then I also want to know if that has any of the methodology of our. Dearly Departed, Kevin Samuels. Okay. 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 All right. Um, Jack was also the host at one time for a we TV special, right? Black Love?
1: Black Love. It was right. actually uh, Lifetime. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. a Lifetime. That's FYI, right.
1: A&E Lifetime. That's right. FYI, that was like the whole umbrella.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Six books? Five. Five.
1: I, I, I'll, I'll take six though. Okay. But, six. but five. Five.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. He's been featured on Bravo, B.E.T. We T V Huffington Post, BBC, Fox News, rolling Out, Hollywood Reporter, and the list goes on. And we are very, very honored to have you here. And he has spoken to over twenty two thousand people during his I Need a Wife tour. Mm. Wow. Twenty-two thousand people. Yeah, that was uh that was an interesting time. We did
1: uh we did over four, we toured and we did over 14 cities mm-hmm. and we were we were taking, I was taking men around and uh, men were saying, hey, I'm single, successful, mm-hmm. I'm ready to be married, but I can't seem to find a quality woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I said, well, let's, let's go ahead. And so I had these panels of guys mm-hmm. and I was going around the cities and I was basically pulling all these people together and saying, hey, look i got all these guys that are saying, I'm looking for women. I'm mm-hmm. looking for you. And women didn't believe it, so I had to show them. And it was incredible. Like, the amount of people that had gotten engaged and married as the result of meeting at one of those events, it's totally mind-boggling to me.
0: But, okay, so what made you say, this is an area that I should focus in? I need what is it? I good men's club and I need a wife. Okay, a wife. so yeah. ha- had you ever been married before? Yes. Okay. Yes. I know that you're married now to the beautiful Marshawn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, were girl. you were you married before, Marshawn? I was. Okay. So did this tour come from before or after the v- first marriage?
1: Uh, the tour, yeah, that tour, that was my fifth book.
0: Okay. By that time, so, okay, so
1: definitely it was after uh my first marriage
0: so at that time were you looking and you said let me create this tour or that you have enough of your guy friends that were saying hey like how did you know that this was something that was profitable and something that needed to do because just so you know most people shy away from men focused stuff right yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah. so for me it's always been about men okay it's always been now women just kind of came along for the ride Mm -hmm. but in the very beginning oh, let's can we can we back
3: up?
0: Let's back all the way up.
1: Because because I I think that uh, it deserves its due diligence of timeline. Okay, I think it's a lot of pop up people they
0: that came have, along that have, that
1: have been around.
0: Well, let's go all the way back, Jack. Okay. Normally, what I do is I tell the people a little bit more about your you your mm-hmm. upbringing, mm-hmm. some of the life. Um, Challenges that you've probably been through that got you okay. to where you are right now. So right. it sounds like you mentioned to me your father. You were named after your father. So were you raised in a two parent household? Absolutely. Okay,
1: one hundred. And 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 that's, the, that's it's it's a rare thing. I know that that a lot of people, especially in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. my neighborhood, we were. Where are you from? Uh, a real, I'm a country kid from Kansas City,
3: Kansas,
1: Kansas City. I don't okay. know if I
0: ever met a black I, person from Kansas.
1: Well, wait, see, and this is what I this is what I tell people: <laughs> Where do you think all the slaves went to <laughs> when they had to escape up north? Mm-hmm. This is these are some of the so so you got like the whole Midwest, Kansas City, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Detroit, Chicago, mm-hmm. all those different types. That's where they went. So, were you a farm guy or I was? I, I was back. I was. I was in between. So, okay. my my grandparents are uh, were were sharecroppers. Okay. So my parents, I'm only one generation out of sharecropping.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So,
1: so I had grandparents who were very extremely country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then parents is kind of, you know, they were, they were kind of in that, but they weren't in that. So they spent their summers going back and forth to, uh, to Georgia, to Arkansas, mm-hmm. so Louisiana. So, so they got a lot of country in them. Uh, my grandparents, uh, they raised 11 kids. Wow. Um, my grandfather only had a second grade education. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandmother never worked.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She she barely never drove. He did everything pretty much for all his kids. Nobody went hungry. Nobody went uh, homeless. They had clothes. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty much an entrepreneur. Okay. But he had like, he had a streamlined job, but he always had something going on.
0: And he took care of his family. He
1: took care of his family.
0: So then he had your father.
1: Had my father, mm-hmm. uh, and my my father was one of two brothers, and then he had eight, nine sisters.
0: Okay, so I had a lot. Of, I got a lot of aunties. A lot of aunties, and then <laughs> your father had you. It and had how, how many? Uh, so you? It's
1: three of us. Okay, uh, so I had an older brother and a younger sister. Okay, so we saw, um, we saw, we came from a lineage of of two parent households. Okay, so it wasn't like you know. I know a lot of people came from single parent households, mm-hmm. but, but I got a chance to see men be men.
0: Mm-hmm. Traditional. That's what I was about to and say, a traditional think, family.
1: Yeah, I don't think a lot of men had a chance to, an opportunity. I can tell you from my block,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how many how many guys I grew up with that had men in their household, mm-hmm. right? So they grew up with single moms and, and some of them were a little bit envious of, of my father being there and. But not everybody was like that because we had, I had neighbors that was across the street. His dad was there. Another dad was there. So so seeing that and being surrounded by that, couple that with, like, going to church and, and seeing other men being married, other, I think your circle is so important. Mm-hmm. Your circle of mm-hmm. influence and exposure is mm-hmm. so important. So for, for me, I think it, it really added an element of of consistency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: notoriety and, and just a, a awareness that, Hey, this is what men do.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's important to keep the family together no matter what. i I'm sure you've, cause any, no marriage is perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you had an opportunity to see the ups and downs and then we rolled it out because yeah. most people are so re- ready to just throw in the towel. They ready to quit, ready to quit. Ready right. To quit.
1: But I, I've, seen, I've seen, i see well, seen, I've seen my parents. hmm go back and forth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? They mm-hmm. split up, got back together
0: mm-hmm.
1: and kept the family together.
0: That's the timeline of a lot of marriages, yeah. right? Most yeah. people don't see that side, right? All they see mm-hmm. the goals on social media. No, no,
1: no, it ain't about all yeah, that.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to tell yeah. you, that's one of my pet peeves, Jack. I think that yeah. so many marriages come to an end because they're so busy trying to keep up with the goals they see mm-hmm. on social media, right?
1: That's not, that's, that's not
0: what it's That's about. not what it's Okay. So, um, junior high, high school graduated,
1: graduated, graduated. Uh, I was, um, I was a smart kid.
0: Okay. So College was always talked about in your household. No, no, wasn't. Okay. Not, at all. Not, not, not at, at all. all. So what, what did your parents <laughs> plan for you? Did they, did they plan for you to take over the farm or what? It wasn't
1: no farm. Now hold on. <laughs> we lived in the inner city. We lived So, so I grew up in the eighties. Okay. I grew up in the eighties in a time frame where, uh, Crack was just bad.
3: Terrible. So so you had
1: crack and you had gangs.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the crack and the gangs came in from California mm-hmm. and Chicago. So I was right in between. Um, you had Bloods, you had Crips, you had GDs, Disciples, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff because they came from Chicago. Uh, our house happened to be right in the middle mm-hmm. of gang territory. So you had Bloods on one end of the block, you had Crips on the other end of the block. Mm. We right in the middle. In order to get to school, to go to school, you had to walk across a schoolyard. Now, a schoolyard could sometimes be a graveyard because mm. there's a lot of things going on on the schoolyard. Mm-hmm. For me, I was able to stay in the middle of everything. I was cool with everybody. Okay. So I learned how to to get on everybody's good side. Okay. So they would say, Jack, Jack, cool. <laughs> say, cool. I was smart and mm-hmm. I could play basketball. Okay. So I, I, could, I could play basketball real good. And I was smart. So they started calling me college boy.
3: Oh.
1: Now, I wasn't, wasn't thinking about college, mm-hmm. but I ended up going to – the thing that saved my life is I went to a college prep school. I tested really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I out-tested uh, the middle school that I was going to. Did,
0: was there a mentor or somebody that said, let's put Jack into this college prep school? Especially no, no. If,
1: no. This is my mama that said, you going."
0: Okay, so your mom. That was
1: it. She did, said, she said you but go she didn't
0: on. think about college.
1: She wasn't thinking about college. She okay. was thinking about getting me out of these streets. Okay. She said, you're smart. You're going to leave. I boo like a baby because I didn't want to leave my friends. Mm-hmm. My friends, these are all black schools, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. going to all black schools, college prep school had to had a mixture of everybody. Mm-hmm. I went from being the smartest person in the school to being average. Right. Because now you got the entire city mm-hmm. that's at this college prep school and everybody tested to get in. Everybody's smart.
3: Everybody's smart, yeah.
1: But I still had I had something that they didn't have. I, I had street smarts. I had savviness. I, mm-hmm. had, I had athleticism. So I was smart and I still could play basketball. Mm-hmm. So I was still that guy. And through high school I was, you know, all-City, All-American type basketball player. I did all that stuff. Okay. And uh, thought I was going to go off and play basketball.
0: Okay. I realized I wasn't that good. Mm. What made you realize that?
1: I mean, I'm not that big. Mm-hmm. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. I came to a realization that I am not this good to make it to the next level. And a lot of people don't have that realization. Did
0: you tell yourself
1: that? I did tell myself that.
0: Now, what made you say, because, you you know, a lot of people don't have self-realization. They can't really see themselves in real time, right? So how were you able to come to that?
1: I was smarter. I I felt like I was smarter. I was more smart.
0: Than I was athletic, but it's hard to tell an athlete that he's not. The it bo- is because athletes are probably the most arrogant people that you yeah, probably but when can. When you grow up in the hood, mm-hmm.
1: every hood has people that that can play, mm-hmm. and it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So when you see them type of dudes that can jump out the gym, that can touch the top of the backboard, and they can do flips when they're doing dunks, right?
3: It's like you know what? I'm not
1: that good hmm And mm-hmm. for me, I knew I wasn't getting bigger. I knew I wasn't getting stronger, uh, but I knew I was smarter. Okay. So before I left high school, uh, and I was always entrepreneurial. Okay. So by the, when I, by the time I was like 10, mm-hmm. uh, 8, 9, 10, somewhere around there, I was selling food, uh, cupcakes and ho-ho, ding-dong, <laughs> to the entire neighborhood. Okay. Um, buying low, selling high. Mm-hmm. And for me, it continued that way all throughout. I don't know. I just, I don't even know. Like, I was throwing parties before I left high school.
0: So you were that man. I was that guy. Everybody knew. Yeah. Check out for Jack. Yeah. I
1: don't,
0: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty popular. Popular. So did, so you graduated. Did you go off to college?
1: I did go to undergrad. I went to, uh, uh, I went to a state school. Okay. Um, right there in Missouri.
0: How was that experience for you?
1: It was freeing. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it was, I think it gave me, it was the first time I ever had my own room Mm -hmm. because I had to grow up, you know, I grew up with my brother. It gave me a chance to be away from home and to, to really tap into who I was as a man. Okay. So, so I, once I left home, I never went back. I was pretty much on my own since, you know, I left high school.
0: That's how I was too. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I could have could have, there's that yeah. question. But once I was I, I was 17 when I went off to college and that was peace. Yeah. I never it, went back. It. I mean, all, you know, I just didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know, I think it was a different time then too. I think people expected was, you
1: to It was. Mm-hmm. And and in college I I really I accelerated who I was, mm-hmm. meaning that I took my popularity and I turned it into profitability.
0: Mhm. Um, Are you doing that now? Yeah,
1: but I was. It was even back then. Um, uh, I was a party promoter. Okay. So, so I, I saw a gap, and I saw a problem that that existed. They couldn't have. They weren't having regular parties. Mm-hmm. So I went and negotiated all of these contracts with all of the club owners in you know popular club district. Uh, but they weren't allowing blacks to have parties there. Mm-hmm. But I was a cool, black dude. Mm-hmm. I was the I was the comfortable black dude. You know, mm-hmm. you know, some of them black dudes, the black black people, to make white people comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was one of them guys.
0: You were one of those Michael Jordans and Oprah <laughs> Winfrey. They talk about you black, but not an Oprah and yeah, not a Michael yeah, yeah. Jordan yeah. type of yeah. black guy.
1: I was I was cool. Okay. So I was able to talk to him in a way. So I signed contracts with him, and then I went back and I charged all of the. The, the Greek organization mm-hmm. to come through me and to have to just be able to have their parties. So oh. I was like a middle guy that would take 30 percent of all the day profits. Good grief. Hey, man,
0: I was. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you are a shark. I
1: was. I was. 30 percent. I said, either you can do it. <laughs> I said, either you could take my deal or I'm going to throw the party myself. You throw
0: it yourself, right? I, I,
1: I'll, get, I'll take 100 percent of the profits or 30 percent. Good grief. If you want my
0: slide. Okay, so then, okay, did you find yourself more focused because of the 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 money that you were making in college or were you did you end up graduating? What was that like?
1: Graduated um, Mm -hmm. and went to work right away,
0: right away, right away.
1: I had an internship program. One of the one of the saving graces of my life is that when I was in college, uh, I I took part in an internship program called En-ROADS.
0: Oh, I've, I've, heard I've, heard, En-Rose? Uh-huh, I've heard of En Rose,
1: yeah. And for those who don't know what Enrose is, En Rose is an internship program that develops and places talented minorities mm-hmm. in, in business and industry, mm-hmm. it prepares them for corporate and community leadership. Mm-hmm. That was their mission statement. Wow, you still remember that? I still remember it. That's, yeah, I was at En-Rose in En Rose in high school, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, I did high school mm-hmm. and then I, I went to college and I continued in college mm-hmm. because uh, they got me internship. I got two different internships. One was with I don't want to see company names on here. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm. Very
1: big telecom company. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was a very big food company. Okay. Ended up going to go work for the food company right after I got out of college. So immediately, uh, I'm rich (laughs) in my mind. (laughs) In your mind, right? In my mind. And I'm
0: sure everybody back at home in Kansas city, they talk about Jack, Jack doing it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: and and, And when I say I made it, I didn't really, I mean, looking back at it, uh, I mean, they gave me a company car,
3: mm-hmm.
1: company computer, uh, expense account. I
3: better say a card
1: with an Amex. Mm-hmm. All this I was. Oh, well, you did make sales. It. I made and and I literally my first salary.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I made more than my mother and father had ever made in a year. Wow! With my my first wow. salary out of college. So ideally, mm-hmm. I made it mm-hmm. right. So I wanted to do the right thing in terms of being a man. Uh, I was always a relationship guy.
0: Mm-hmm. I I so you've really. always been a one-man type guy. you have never been, been one woman. I oh, mean, I'm sorry, one woman type guy. So you've yeah. always just been a good guy? You never really?
1: I mean, for the most part, I've always felt like having multiple women mm-hmm. is a distraction. Mm-hmm. It's always been a distraction. That's right. Mm-hmm. Either because there's only, you know, only either one or two things going mm-hmm. on. Either I'm too broke or I'm too tired.
3: That's right. That's right.
1: Too broke or I'm too tired.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm trying to entertain all these women, mm-hmm. trying to juggle everything. And they taking all my money. Mm-hmm. So I always liked the idea of having one woman because it kept me focused.
0: Okay. So
1: okay.
0: Uh, is that something that someone taught you? Father, nah. grandfather, or you just
1: experience experience. It? experience. Okay, because I, I don't know and, and that. I've seen multiple people fail.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, because I think that most men don't come to that conclusion. They just keep party rocking Today's they're about 65 oh. when they can't. you know
1: what? And that's and that's why most of them stay stuck. Right. That's exactly why most mm-hmm. of them stay. And they wonder why they, they can't get their money up. Mm-hmm. They wonder why they can't get their say life that right.
0: again. You can't get your money up. You can't get your you money up. Yeah.
1: You can't get your money up. Right. You can. It's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit more difficult. And you're gonna be spending against time.
0: And once she leaves you, you're gonna be take half of that gonna go with her.
1: Then you got that problem.
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother then, situation. Yeah, that's, a, that's a
1: whole different <laughs> thing. So, so so Immediately, mm-hmm. I came out, had a big corporate job. Okay, and one year later, I got married. Wow! So I got married young. Young. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I married my college sweetheart. Okay. Uh, built a house
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Chicago. So you
0: had the dream life. I did. At that point. I did
1: the whole dream. Right. Yeah. With Societal norms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was on the fast track. I was getting promoted, mm-hmm. making a whole lot more money. Um, we got married, and. It You know, so at the time, we were we were in Chicago. She didn't want to be in Chicago anymore. She wanted to go home. She was from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. She had a nervous breakdown. Uh, I remember going to the Oprah Winfrey show. Sitting in there, I was probably the only man in the show. Mm-hmm. Oprah looking at me like, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks for having me. I'm the only man. I'm probably mm-hmm. the only black man. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of women in the show. And I remember the guest that was there said, if you don't go after your dreams, you're going to have a lifetime of unhappiness. Mm. And I said, and I thought about that. And I said, well, is this really where I want to be? Is this really what I want to be doing? Working for this company, doing these things, monotonous things. Mm -hmm. I wasn't growing. I didn't feel like I I was fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Now I'm still young, but, uh, I thought the move was going to be a good thing. It was a good thing from an entrepreneurial perspective. Immediately when I got to St. Louis, uh, I started planning my exit strategy, which was buy businesses, buy real estate until it affords me the lifestyle that I don't need to depend on, a different company. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, And that's what I did. Okay, I went and I bought my, uh, as soon as I got there, I bought my first laundromat. Okay. I know, non-traditional thing, mm-hmm. but laundromats make a whole lot they of do. money. They do,
2: they do. People
1: don't realize how mm-hmm. much money they make. Bought one, figured out the blueprint, bought another
2: one. Mm-hmm.
1: Figured out that blueprint, bought another one and another one. Bought a whole bunch of real estate. Now I've got all of this continuous cash flow, um, and I'm doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I'm still working my nine-to-five job, by the way. Okay. So money was good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The relationship was failing. Mm-hmm. We'd actually uh, were trying to have children Mm -hmm. because we were building a dream, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We failed at having children three times.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Took its toll on the marriage. So much so that she came home one day, she looked me in the eyes and she said, I do not want to come home and be reminded of what I cannot have. Mm. And that's what you do. You remind me of what I cannot Mm. have. So I would rather be by myself than to be reminded of what I cannot have in terms of kids, mm. so she wanted to go. Now that broke me as a man. Mm. I found myself in a fetal position. Did
0: you ask her not to go? Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I tried. Mm-hmm. I
1: tried, but she was real. She was. She was bent on doing it. But you can't hold on to something that doesn't want to be held on.
3: That's to. right. So That's right.
1: I said my spirit told me like you know god said just let her go
3: mm-hmm.
1: if it's meant to be she'll come back to you that's, that's what right. everybody said it mm-hmm. should come back to you what my uncle said and uh i said all right so i let her go i was broken i was depressed uh i felt like i did everything right how could i end up in this position um for somebody who was good to his woman i didn't cheat i didn't beat i didn't mistreat i didn't like
0: you provided, we're, we're provided everything. We provided, we to church,
1: we like everything, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. And for whatever reason, this happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this depressive state, uh, didn't cut my hair when I had hair, um, you know, didn't shave, didn't do anything like, and I'm just going through this cycle. And I'm trying to figure out how to get out of this rut. Mm-hmm. So, and this gets back to your, your man question. hmm I'm searching for avenues to for help. I'm going to to counselors, group sessions, um, and every group. So I, so I go to this group talk thing, mm-hmm. and it's all these these people sitting in this circle. And I'm like, you know, this is this is good. Hey, mm-hmm. so tell us, Jack, how are you? How are you dealing with this? I'm like, man, I I, I just want I just want to shake her. And they're like, they like, hey, whoa, mm-hmm. buddy, <laughs> too much aggression. Mm-hmm. is a bunch of white people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't understand. I ain't saying I wanted to. They said, hey, Jack, you're, you're so angry. violent. Right. I mean, you with you? hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. So violent. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't saying I want to put hands on. It. I'm just saying, I'm trying to express how you're I'm feeling. frustrated. Mm-hmm. They didn't get it. I couldn't go to work mm-hmm. and talk about this because I'm surrounded by more white people. Mm-hmm. So I said. Let me find some brothers that have possibly gone through the same thing that I've gone through. I did. I started a group. Seven brothers showed up to talk about some of these things and relationships and 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 divorce. Mm-hmm. Seven turned into twelve. Twelve turned into thirty. Thirty turned into a guy coming in and saying, "Hey, man, this is great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't believe that this is happening." And it, how much does this cost? And I'm like. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I had no, I like, you I didn't, didn't
0: know. I was about to ask you how did you know to monetize this? I
1: didn't till he came in mm-hmm. and it just kept growing. And I said, okay. When it got so big, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what I was doing. And at the same time, I had started, uh, and I had quit. I, I quit my job by then.
0: Oh, okay. So did you quit your job by then because of the depression? Because you quit made so much money with your other businesses? Yeah,
1: or, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I was. Uh, I made my first million when I was thirty years old mm-hmm. so I didn't need a job
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I, I felt like you know and I, I felt like I was working a job because I had a wife
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I had to stay stable
2: mm-hmm.
1: but taking chances didn't bother me so so I had quit the job by the end, and then uh at the same time i was i was I was facilitating this group i had somebody dared me to write an article um I saw an article sitting on, on a friend's coffee table. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, that's pretty dope. I wonder if I could do this. She, she said, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So she dared me to write an article. <laughs> Wrote the article, mm-hmm. submitted it to the newspaper. It was this newspaper time
0: frame, mm-hmm.
1: right? A lot of people don't remember the newspaper. You know? <laughs> Everything's social media. Mm-hmm. Right? Social Internet.
0: media and blogs.
1: Yeah, no. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm talking about newspapers, diehard newspapers. Submitted yeah. it to them, uh, and the publisher... The editor, uh, he liked it. Mm-hmm. And he said, Okay, we're gonna publish it. I'm like, I'll publish. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at my name in mm-hmm. the in the paper. You see your name in mm-hmm. the paper? I'm like, that's dope. So he called me back. He said, Hey, look, man, this is good. Is it a possibility you can give me another one? I said, dude, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. He said, Well, just try. It. This is good. We're getting some good response. I said, Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote another one. Mm-hmm. They published that one too. Okay. So now he called back. He said, look, these are real good.
0: Now, this is all about men. It's like it's a It's all eyes. about men. The, the,
1: the, the column was called For the Fellas. Okay. And it was an introspective look at relationships seen through the eyes of men. Okay. That's all it was.
3: hmm
1: Called back and said, hey, look, man, these are good. We want to put these in our other paper. So he said, can you give me another one? I said, dude, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. He said, just try. Gave it to him, published it. Now I'm syndicated. Mm-hmm. Just that fast. Mm-hmm. Called back and he sat me down and said, listen, these are really good. We're getting a lot oh, of great responses from them. Lots of emails, and phone calls. I said, okay, that's cool. He said, can you give us these every week? I said, oh, dude, you know I ain't a writer, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I'll pay you. I said, that's all yeah. you had to say, <laughs> man. I that? said, As if you would have started with that, we would have I would have wrote cool. it a long
0: time ago. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, Jack. Let me go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. How much of the depression that you went through was also, because it seems like everything you touch turns to gold, okay? You were an athlete, yeah. turned yeah. to gold, right? You went to college, gold. You were in the um, prep school, gold. Mm-hmm. Um, you met the woman of your dreams in college, married her, gold. Mm-hmm. The perfect job, goals. Made the money, first check, goals. You had a plan laid out, I'm going to buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that, and by this time, gold. Um, 30 years old, millionaire, gold. How much of the depression was not being gold? The marriage not being perfect and yeah. folks yeah. looking in saying, wait a minute. That How, was, was that, that a part of it? Absolutely. Okay. And most people when, won't admit that.
1: Oh, no, no. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When probably the greatest, one of the greatest lessons in my life
2: mm-hmm.
1: was the demise of that marriage. Mm-hmm. When I say I found myself, because I because I, I wasn't I wasn't that guy. I wasn't. I was on a different path. I was on a different trajectory when I was married to her. Mm-hmm. For me. And, and it's it's no shade to her, no shame to her. I, I still love her like a play cousin. Mm-hmm. But for her and us to be separated taught me who I was as a man. Because I didn't know what I could endure. Like you said, there was a lot of wins mm-hmm. on the table.
0: A lot of wins.
1: But, to, but to, it didn't seem like that at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back at it, you see you see some of those things. But But to go through that low point, of not knowing who I was, not knowing what I could do, not knowing who was there for me, because mm-hmm. that's important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Understanding that I had to raise my hand for help because I couldn't figure out how to help myself. Mm-hmm. And to admit that I was, I, was in a, I was in a rut, I was in a space where I was confused, I was, uh, I felt betrayed, I felt belittled, and I'm surrounded by nothing but her family. I don't, mm. know, I don't know nobody
2: there.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I'm everywhere I go, I see reminders of what I used to have. Mm-hmm. Now, as a man, like, I'm talking about you go to church. I went to church. She's singing in the choir. Wow. Huh. Not to mention, mm-hmm. uh, after, after she ended up, after we got divorced, six months later, she pregnant. Ooh. We got divorced because we couldn't have no babies. Oh. I got to see and find out that she pregnant. She pregnant by a dude at the
0: church. So what do you think that may have been? I ain't, you know. Yeah.
1: However, Mm -hmm. she pregnant by a guy at the church,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: then decides to get married to this guy. Mm. All of these things.
0: And you have to deal with this in front of everybody in that.
1: Everybody. Did you decide
0: I need to move? Well, uh cuz I would have been out of there.
1: mental <laughs> health,
0: I would have been out of there. <laughs> at,
1: at at some point, yeah, I had to, I had, to, I had yeah. to leave. And uh as I got as I kind of um started building this new me, mm-hmm. um because the the columns grew. So I I told you I got syndicated in two. 6 mm-hmm. months later, I was syndicated in 57 newspapers across mm-hmm. the country. So that grew, then they started asking when's the book. Start guy, I was like, I ain't no writer. But a publisher came and said, hey, <laughs> hey, we can pay you. I said, I'm a writer. <laughs> so I wrote a book. Book came bestseller. Mm. I'm speaking at all these different places. And then people are asking me, can can you help me with my relationship? So I had a woman. And this is this is kind of kicked off my, my counseling career, really, uh, with the exception of the, the group programs with the men. Mm-hmm. Woman came up and said, "Hey, can you help me?" I said, "That's not what I do, ma'am. I'm a writer. Just you know, mm-hmm. thinking I'm I'm a writer now." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, like "She said, Can you help me?'" I said, "That's not what I do, ma'am." She said, "I pay you." I mm-hmm. said, "You
0: should have started with, with the that, money. You start with the money." Yes.
1: <laughs> she paid me twenty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. to help her for two hours. Okay. I was good at something that I didn't realize I was good at. Mm -hmm. She referred me to three of her girlfriends. I did the exact same thing. They kept passing me around like a hot potato. Now I'm flying around the country helping all of these people fix their problems really fast. Mm -hmm. That turned into an incredible stream of income and business for me. Mm -hmm. And I ended up uh, uh, coming down to it. I came down to Atlanta and... I did a, I did a, uh, you've been around for a while. I, I mm-hmm. did, I did a, my first national TV spot was on, was on Fox and Friends. Okay. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. When the Fox and Friends was, was they wasn't mm-hmm. as controversial mm-hmm. as it was back
0: then. Yeah. Cause Fox didn't start off being. They didn't start off yeah, like, yeah.
1: they, they, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed to even say I used to be on that, but I, I did, that was my first national spot. I was mm-hmm. doing these local shows mm-hmm. like Good Morning. Nashville, good mm-hmm. morning, like, uh, you know, Memphis, like, stuff like that. And, and I was getting better at articulating my, my, my stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, and I saw the numbers go up when I did a national spot. And I said, it would be great if I had a regular national spot. So I wanted to get on to one of the shows that I felt like I could be the regular guest expert. Uh, Oprah had Iyanla. Wasn't a lot of black women or black shows around back then. Oprah had Yolanda Van Zandt. Tyra was trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't going to be around long. She had a bunch of rotating people. Um, you had Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, Star Jones, uh, well, uh, Sherry Shepard mm-hmm. was the entertainment person for The View.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: you had you had The View, you had Oprah, you had Tyra, and then you had the Monique show.
0: Mm-hmm. Monique was popping
1: at one point. The Monique show was popping, Was popping. Mm-hmm. and it was filmed in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I said, I kept coming back and forth to Atlanta, helping all these people, and I said, well, let me get a condo down there, see if I can't get on to the Monique show. It was a nighttime show, but I figured this was a good route, mm-hmm. a good avenue mm-hmm. that I could possibly get on. I come down, get a condo here, still had a house in St. Louis. As soon as I get here, Monique show gets canceled. Ugh. I said, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. But I was doing a lot of, th- I was still doing a lot of things. But I, I, li- I literally came to Atlanta because I wanted to be on the Monique show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I parlayed that into, um, you know, lots of clients. And then 2010 came along. 20, uh, yeah, about 2010 came along. And I met, uh, I was at a party, was a party with a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And I met Tommy Ford.
3: Okay.
1: Me and Tommy hit it the
3: late,
0: great.
1: Late, great, Tommy mm-hmm. Ford. We became inseparable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, when I tell you we were brothers from another, like literally that was, that was my guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to a point where people like, you need to not be with him all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, hung out with him, started doing lots and lots of, he was just like a television nut. Mm-hmm. Like he just was filming everything. And he wanted me to be a part of it. I got a chance to sit back, look, listen, learn from him because he'd been in the industry so long Mm -hmm. and had access to so many different things. So he taught me a lot about, you know, the entertainment business Mm -hmm. or or, or whatnot. Put me in a lot of shows that you'll probably never see uh, because... Television wasn't the same as it is now. Mm-hmm. If you had like if streaming was around now, he'd probably be like one of the biggest,
0: biggest yeah, biggest ones ever. Mm-hmm. But
1: it just wasn't around. So I learned a lot from him, but I also had a chance and opportunity to truly, truly grow my business from there. And it, but it taught me to center and focus on what it was that I was good at.
0: You know what I always tell people one of the things that I think is a recurring message here at Cornology is that. That moment, the life-shattering moment that most of us try to run from, mm-hmm. hide, not tell that story, um, avoid mm-hmm. if you face into that. Yeah, lean in. Lean into it, lean deal in. with it, face it. That is the place where your millions reside. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, sometimes.
0: Okay, you don't believe it? Sometimes.
1: Okay. I I think that's well, let me, okay, let I me, believe
0: it's your testimony.
1: Yeah, let me say it like this,
0: okay?
1: It depends on what business you're in. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what business you're in, because I think that if you're talking about it from a personal branding standpoint or or internet marketer or online personality, like, I I think, yes, if you lean into it, that's where it lies. But there's a whole lot of businesses out there that you don't need to be the face of.
0: Well, what I look at it is, you know, I think most people struggle finding out what their purpose is Mm -hmm. on this earth. Mm -hmm. A lot of people die never knowing Mm -hmm. what their true purpose was. And I think it's because most people live a facade. They won't deal with what's painful,
3: Mm -hmm. what's
0: embarrassing. Mm -hmm. They avoid it. Yeah, and so I think I leaning into it.
1: it. I I, I agree. With you. Uh, I also I just I just want to. I always like to caution people. Like, okay. You know, all these experts <clears throat> popping up trying to be. Oh yes. You know that 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 part is where I'm getting around to. It's like you know you, you don't everybody have the, is you don't have expert. the breadth and the wealth of experience to actually. Be talking about what it is that you're talking about or trying to put yourself out there and then help somebody if you but have what's a, the
0: difference then Jack, of an empowerment speaker and those who really, truly are a psychotherapist, somebody who really mm-hmm. truly can impact a change I because I'm going to tell you about ninety nine point nine percent of the conferences that are out here, you leave there. In the same position that you were when you walked in, except for you're just mm-hmm. excited, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And the excitement wears off by the time you get home and you're still in the same situation you were. What makes, what's the difference?
1: They ain't work with nobody. Mm-hmm. They have not. A lot of people that you're seeing now, ask them who they've worked with. Mm-hmm. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about real work. Real work. Who have you Who have you counseled? Who have you coached? Who have you worked
0: with? And what have you been through? Because I'm a firm believer too. If I were to go to someone and ask them for advice about relationships, about business or whatever, I -hmm. need to have seen a cycle. I need to see that you have gone through the cycle of a relationship, cycles of Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. before you can give me advice.
1: I agree. And I think that there's so many people that have not done the work. And when I'm talking about the work, look, I have there's so there's so many experiences that I've had in helping people. Mm-hmm. I, I've been in prisons,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I've I've counseled people from presidents of corporations to to prisoners in cell block D.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've I've been in strip clubs mm-hmm. where I got I, I've been kicked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the mother hen has brought me in to kind of streamline the process mm-hmm. of some of the people that are broken in there but you know the head guys kicked me out because I'm I'm helping the women so much that they leave in the club mm-hmm. so 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 what I'm saying is I've had experiences from 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 that to 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 being um the suicide prevention hotline mm-hmm. being one of the opera like you know you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying like mm-hmm. how many people have you helped? How many how many people have you you counseled? Have you coached? Have you can you say that you've worked with, or that can say, hey, she's helped me. Right. He, he's he's literally giving me not
0: just made them excited, not but actually helped them.
1: They don't have formats. They don't have processes. They mm-hmm. don't have structure. Mm-hmm. And the, and the thing that I like to say is, if once once I got once I got a whiff of hey, this is something that people are paying me for, I could have just kept going and been mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep winging it. Mm-hmm. I went back to school
0: mm-hmm.
1: to to get some type of formalized understanding. It wasn't about the education, it wasn't about the degree. It was Degrees about,
0: and the titles. I and, needed
1: to know what I was
0: doing. Mm-hmm. Well my concern is that I think today a lot of wanting to know what I'm doing is we're missing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I nobody think we, every, everybody wants to they want to and practice, they want this title. You know? They're getting these doctorate degrees in one day and the church choir and now all of a sudden they are qualified to you know and and that's no shade but i'm being honest it's just now you you, and i just feel like you have to be very careful i can't just go off of the fact that your name is dr so-and-so and and now you're qualified
1: no you gotta do the work you gotta gotta do the work you, you gotta find out uh I, I, I just think I think a wealth of experience is important because so many times people have have not had the audacity to do the work
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that fact checking mm-hmm. and and seeing who a person is and the background and what it is that they're doing and before who,
0: you pay your money before because you it,
1: before before you pay your money or before you like just work with someone
0: I, I you know You have to be careful out here, Jack. I'm going to be honest. It's true. It's very true. You have to be very
1: careful out here. Especially when you're talking about emotional.
0: Emotional. And and women have... We're going to talk about women. I know you know more so about the men, but women have been hurt, and they are typically prayed upon you know the church will pray upon women men pray upon women and now you have emotional driven um, empowerment speakers that know how to pray upon women Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. you have to be wise out here to make sure that the people that you're turning to really truly can help you
1: or or do they care do they care or is it just a check yeah I love helping people Mm mm-hmm I don't care how much money it costs. I, I I'm gonna do it to the day I die.
0: It's your ministry. It's your and I think it's also your your you found your purpose. Yeah. You found your purpose. Yeah. And and you know, and we talked about Kevin a, a little bit earlier. I talk about Kevin Samuels um mm-hmm. from time to time because I think that Kevin had some really powerful thoughts. I don't know if he articulated them all the way clearly or well. Um, but I felt like he had a place too for certain men who needed to have a voice too. Yeah, I think I think right? I
1: think everyone has a place. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not. I don't know much about his work. I was having I was having triplets around the time he mm-hmm. kind of sprung up.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you were busy.
1: I kind of tuned out. Mm-hmm. But I, what I, I will say this. The variety of voices that are around, I think are necessary Mm -hmm. because everyone hears and receives information and help differently.
0: He made me think different. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, Jack. He made me think about things differently because I did assume that a high value woman was, well, I have multiple degrees and I have multiple this and my bank account looks like this and blah, 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 my title, da, 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 da. And he broke it down to me that, that's great for you, but if you're trying to attract a man, mm-hmm. does he value that? Mm-hmm. And and you have to ask that question because I think a lot of women out here are trying to find that good man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they don't know what they need to do to Attract a good man And it seems like You're saying There's a lot of Jack Daniels out there
1: Oh it's a lot of It's a lot of Great guys out here
0: So what's going on Why are there So many women Saying they're having A hard time today
1: There's several things Happening mm-hmm. One there are Uh unrealistic expectations
0: okay let's talk about that what do, <laughs> what do you mean are you thinking you know income or you know because i do i tell my girlfriends yep. by the time that you reach 32 this little list that you have yep you need to put that list away yep so not saying you shouldn't have you yeah, sh- so, yeah. so
1: so so i i'll tell you there's only four reasons why people are failing to meet and connect to one another okay one is what you mentioned. Your mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. I think your a lot of people's list are keeping them loveless. That's right. Uh, I think your love story. I'll come back to that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think your location and a little bit of luck. So your list, mm-hmm. your love story, your location, and a little bit of luck. Okay. Now the list is self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. You've got some unrealistic things that are on your list
3: mm-hmm.
1: that probably don't really ma- add up. So you have want, you have wants, you have needs, and you have uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are mixing up the requirements with what they wants. want. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that. The love story is what the main thing I think a lot of people are struggling with. You don't know what your love story actually is. Mm-hmm. And the way that you show up in a relationship, the way you show up for the world, all has to do with how you love yourself and the story that you're telling yourself in every shape, form, or fashion. So a lot of people will end up uh, – you have different love stories that, that people – associate themselves with so you can have a business love story meaning that you you like to get with someone who understands business Mm -hmm. uh you you have a lot of people that have uh, politicians um uh, uh, ceos people that are just kind of positioning themselves that they need somebody that understands that they have a business i'm out for power i'm out Mm -hmm. for prestige and profit Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. that's a business love story then you have people that are that, that have fixer love stories. Every relationship that I get into, I'm trying to fix that person. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help that person. Um, that, that person happens to be getting out of a bad marriage, happens to be just leaving their job, happens to be in transition mm-hmm. at their mama's house. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help them, I'm gonna fix them. Mm-hmm. Identifying who you are. Some people have a sex story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just about the sex. Mm-hmm. Some people have a fantasy story. I want to be swept off my feet. I want to be made to feel like I'm um, that that chick, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: How many of those stories are warped because they didn't see marriage, real marriages, at home? It's on social not, media too. Yeah,
1: I'm not, I'm not going to say. I'm not even going to say that it's marriage. Mm -hmm. We're talking about getting into a relationship. Just
0: getting to know someone. Just getting to
1: know someone. These are some of the things that you're looking for when you're looking for the wrong things. You can't put a fixer with a business story.
0: Well, how about this too, uh, Jack? People seeing a man show up at his... The, the girl that he's courting And roses throughout the entire home Or Hermes bag arrives mm. The average everyday person can't afford Yeah, that, that don't happen And that so happen. when he doesn't do that for you You assume That's unrealistic. It's, unrealistic it's unrealistic But it's on most of these women's lists
1: Yeah, and which which the list has to be corrected Okay So you got the list, the love story, and mm-hmm. the location Now a lot of women happen to be in bad locations Atlanta that's not a bad location. It's not? Atlanta is a gra- it's
0: one of the greatest places. Where do they need to go? To
1: find men.
0: All of my single girlfriends would Are dispute lying. that. They would dispute Are it. lying. I've known people, Jack, who haven't been on dates in a decade.
1: That's their fault. That That is literally <laughs> their fault. That's a, that's a problem. I mm-hmm. get people that ain't been in a decade. I have another woman that ain't been on a date in 27 years. Wow. Now. What in your mind says that you shouldn't, you should just stay cooped up in a house and keep doing what you're doing? Now, I, I know some women get caught up in raising kids, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They find themselves, that's their identity. But to not go out anywhere in 17 years, come on now. It's, yeah. its hey, look, I i met my wife in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I got another friend that just got engaged in Atlanta. I got a cousin that got Engaged and married in Atlanta. I got a friend, I got multiple friends. They meeting meet, meet
0: a wives. So Atlanta is not a bad location. Atla- look, people
1: have misconstrued the mm-hmm. truth with mm-hmm. lies and gossip. Okay. Here are the facts. Atlanta is a major metropolitan city. Uh, let's let's call it one point, according to the US Census, it's about 1.2 million mm-hmm. people in the city of mm-hmm. Atlanta. Now mm-hmm. you're talking about the outskirts. The city of Atlanta, and since we're talking about location, which is the third one, out of those 1.2 million, let's call it like five, 50% of them are black,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay? So mm-hmm. that's 500,000 people. Just talking about the city, mm-hmm. 500,000 people. 49% of those 500,000 are men. 51% are women.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's just say out of that 500,000 people, okay, we're going to take out 100,000 of that. Mm-hmm. Call them gay, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, right? You gotta. We here. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they. You know, we know right. they here, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So now you got four hundred thousand people mm-hmm. now. Thirty-five percent of that four hundred thousand, or in between the ages of of, of the, either, either under eighteen and or over sixty-five. Mm-hmm. That's thirty-five percent. Now you got sixteen percent left. It's roughly eh, two hundred some thousand, two hundred some thousand. Mm-hmm. You divide that in half. Mm-hmm. You got a hundred and some thousand available single people for each other. And when I'm talking about that number, i was talking about single people. Mm -hmm. I ain't talking about like married. Married people. Mm -hmm. Single people. Mm -hmm. 1.2 million. Those are the numbers. Mm -hmm. Those are the facts. Now this whole 22 to 1 Mm -hmm. and all, where they getting that from? I think this that is, you know the, what is
0: happening. This I, is the these are the this is the census. Like of what they're but this they're going back to. um also what Kevin Kevin Samuel also said too. The, hurt story. Everybody's going after that same one guy.
1: And they could be, and 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 because maybe I don't, I don't say you're going after the same one guy. I think that people have an idea of who they want
0: mm-hmm.
1: or or what they want, mm-hmm. and that's that unrealistic expectation. Under- and then what's and, number four? Number four is luck luck okay just a little bit of love. <laughs>
0: just a little bit of love. because right? you never
1: know when you're going to run into somebody mm-hmm. how you're going to run into somebody and and you know being putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and and being in a, a space or a place that you're positioned to actually be seen to be found mm-hmm. to 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 meet someone mm-hmm. so I, I think that the the list the love story your location some people are in locations where it's just bad it's mm-hmm. just hard like mm-hmm. if you live in spokane washington yeah, good luck. I, I mean, and you looking for <laughs> good luck. So, so location, and then I always like tell women why are why are so many single black women living in the suburbs? Why are you there? Mm-hmm. If you single and you looking to to mix and mingle, you don't need to be in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You, going to the city, you have nothing but married men mm-hmm. and sugar daddies in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I keep going to the grocery store. I keep going. To, to to wherever, and all I see is married men. You're in the suburbs. suburbs. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what else are you going to see? Yeah. In, that's you're true. literally in the suburbs mm-hmm. with families and children and et cetera, et cetera. Go to where available, quality men are.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my biggest thing. That's the biggest. Because I, what I find, Jack, is that a lot of women are figuring it out in business and they're mm-hmm. struggling. In the relationship space.
1: Well, and that's, they, they're trying to offset what it is that they've been missing mm-hmm. by replacing it with something that they think is going to make them feel better. Something
0: they can control, too. You can control you your can career. Control
1: you, you can control yeah. it, but it also it's, it's something that's controlling you. A lot of black women have been lied to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've been They've been lied to about, hey, go get it. Go, 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 go get the education. Go get the money. Go get all these different things when the reality is. Hey, look, I went went to school with different nationalities. Mm -hmm. They are teaching their daughters to get a man.
0: Right. That's what they're going to college. You are going to college to get a man. To find a man, right. Uh, But
1: uh, Lots of black women.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, I remember having a conversation with my father when I was 13 years old because you know, I, I grew up in a two-parent household too, and my father was very instrumental mm-hmm. in me. But my father also, I believe, was one of the reasons why I'm so alpha today. Luckily, I did find a husband and had a family and so forth. But yeah. my father always taught me principles to prepare me for, in the event that you don't Get married or if you don't he wanted to make sure I knew how to take care of myself. He wanted to make sure I knew finances he wanted to make sure that I Was okay Mm -hmm. And so I think most black men want to teach their daughters not to have to depend on anybody else Mm -hmm. but you can do it to a point where you can make a woman so alpha; it, 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 it harms them. A lot. It can harm them. Yeah, it mm-hmm, harms them. A lot. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and I and I think that yes, that has happened. Yes, that has occurred. But we gotta fix it. We have to. And, but the thing I tell you is, so many black guys that are looking for great women, mm-hmm. and I, I run into them all the time. Mm-hmm. The whole Good Men's Club, the Good Men. Uh, we gotta, we, you know, got. Quite a We got we got a whole dating app that's coming out. We well, in, I was just about to beta ask you. We're right now. Okay, so. so
0: that's why I was about to ask you because I yeah. know we're we're coming to a close. I'm like, uh, I'm okay. enjoying. this too com- much. We got too much to talk about. I feel like this, Jack. Uh, you should be. I know you went on hibernation for a bit because mm-hmm. you just had triplets, mm-hmm. right? So congratulations mm-hmm. on that. Because I know you. that Thank was you. definitely a major accomplishment. That's my joy. Um, and I feel like there's so much people can. Gain from your knowledge.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as as, as, as visible as I used to be.
0: Uh, so how can? So is the dating app going to be the way that they can get tap into your brain?
1: The dating app is going to be for a way for you to find a man. Okay. The dating app is all about
0: connection. So, but what about people like me who's not looking for a man? I know. I know. So what about the? I think I, you, you know need know what, to be you know somewhere. But you know what I found? There's so many people talking.
1: And nobody's doing the necessary work mm-hmm. to actually do something about the problem. There's a lot of fighting going on, mm-hmm. a lot of arguing, a lot of opinions. I've been a part of that for two decades.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to create something where we can, we can come to a consensus and actually make something happen for the woman that you said that hasn't been on a date in a decade, mm-hmm. the one that I said 17 years, mm-hmm. 27 years. This app, the Good Men app, is all about making those connections okay. in a way that says, hey, I'm going to take all the good men. I'm, I'm, I'm opening up my Rolodex. Mm-hmm. I'm giving away my list. Okay, I'm giving it away for all the women to say, I just, I, give me something. I just want to take a peek and I can see what, I'm giving it away. So
0: when is this launching?
1: So we're in beta right now. okay? And we're working out all of the kinks, all of the bugs, mm-hmm. trying to launch this summer uh if not summer early fall
0: you're doing a big launch party I, something i've been thinking about
1: it again like you I probably said, i'm gonna
0: tell you in atlanta i know i know i, it, just, I, I will tell you this you have a launch party and the women come out there the app will probably be sold out first night <laughs> i you know i'm just saying and then especially if you do a panel yeah we some gonna, we good gonna, men on there yeah,
1: we've been thinking we you know I like I said
0: I like people, but I don't like people. Yeah, yeah, but you but can always I, hibernate back. Right? I know,
1: I know. So I'm, I've been trying to. I wanted to create something that that was meaningful mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. This is for us, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. So, so I've got, uh, you know, it's a patented process.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's it's phenomenal. It's the the way that it works. I'm collecting all of the good men across the country. Wow. And I'm putting them now how
0: this, do you know okay. that they're really good though they could be a, a fraud we're, that sneaks up in there that's true that's true <laughs> I mean I mean you never know no, there are no guarantees right. of anything right
1: we're doing our best to make sure that they're vetted mm-hmm. to be to, to make sure that they're vouched for okay so it's an it's this is the this is one of this is like the first
0: now you're not the he doesn't have to make a certain amount of money to qualify to be no here. no no okay so all no, right no, 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 all right.
1: No. We're gonna we're we're matching people according to your similarities, okay? Qualities. that all right. You say that you you want, want that you're looking for, and we're gonna match you.
0: Now, what if someone comes in there with all these unrealistic expectations? Will you guys send back uh, uh, user not found? <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, somebody could have a lot of unrealistic expectations, and the it's person true. just doesn't exist. That's very true.
1: That's very true. Right. I don't. Uh, we haven't we haven't ran into today yet, but.
0: I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that um, be as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the way that we're doing this is different. It's it's not like one-to-one. Mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to swipe. Ain't no swiping.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ain't no uh, uh, user looking through, browsing through users, flipping through endless pictures, mm-hmm. all of that. No, no. You tell me what you want, I'm going to go get it for you. Okay. Okay. That's... That's what we're doing because we want to cut out the minutiae uh-huh. and, and just the monotony of not being able to really. Uh, most people don't even know what they want. Mm-hmm. OK, let's be clear about
2: mm-hmm. that. They, they don't. They
1: say they, they want one, mm-hmm. thing, but they don't really know what they want. So I'm cutting through all of that and saying here's a process that has been working. Try this. So I want to take you from, I want to take that same woman that you said mm-hmm. that hasn't gone out in a decade, which means she has no options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to take her from no options to more options hmm. that she can actually. You know, I'm
0: a producer too, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden I just saw a show. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: I got lots of content. I got,
0: yeah. I've been, oh my gosh. I'm just thinking about yeah, that. Like yeah. all of these women out here who haven't been on a date.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and more. So let me just say this: if you have not been on a date in five years or more, please email me. <laughs> All right? Um, I just had an idea.
1: Yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the things. It's one of the things I do with story too. They story.
0: need to see a little bit more of you, Jack.
1: We uh, we working on a couple of
0: things. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I think you you yeah that. you need to be out there, and I think that um, more women need to hear. From you because you're giving doses of reality that aren't bitter going down. I think that was some of the parts that Kevin had. It was yeah. tough to digest. Yeah, I'm but not. he was given some realness.
1: There's 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 always a little bit of truth in uh, you know sarcasm and
0: I don't think he was being sarcastic.
1: Bitterness, however you want to. Cla- I don't. I, again, it was just probably I was, have not right? subscribed mm-hmm. to it. So I have no. I, yeah. He you, can you, you walk right by. I don't know who the guy is.
0: Well, Kevin was no joke. Okay. I don't even know.
1: Okay. But, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I, I missed all. There's so many talking heads out mm-hmm. here today. There's so
0: many. And but he stood out because he said things, though, that made you think. Okay. And it okay. made you really sit back, for me, mm-hmm. and self-analyze. Like we talked about earlier, but most people good. don't want to do that.
1: But that's good. Like, any anything that that makes you go... And, and change your your thought process mm-hmm. to say you know what I didn't think of it like that I didn't that's great right. that's, right. that's really really good. My thing is I'm tired of talking mm-hmm. I don't want to talk anymore I want you to talk to who you want to be with that's I want right. I don't want to make I don't want to make controversy I want to make connections
0: so what should we what's the name of that?
1: Or it's you, called Good Men.
0: Good Men, yep. and will it be available on um, Apple and Android? Both, both, yes, yes. And so we should keep our eyes out for. You can go the to summer.
1: You can go to GoodMen.tv. Okay. And get on the waiting list.
0: On the waiting list. And as
1: soon as it's available, uh, you receive information about it. But right now we're in beta. Uh, it's going fantastic.
0: Amazing. And we're
1: making lots and lots of connections.
0: So. Congratulations. Uh, I'm
1: excited about it. It's yes. one of the things that I'm excited about. I've yep. done a lot of different projects and, and been a part of a lot of things, but mm-hmm. this is one of the things that I'm I'm, I'm really excited about and proud of. That's
0: so, yes. congratulations. So
1: we're going we gonna to hook some people up.
0: Good, 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 good. Congratulations. And make sure to send my love to Marshawn yes. and the babies. Yes, no money. If you constantly worried about what everybody else got to say. If you constantly got your eyes on what everybody else doing, you ain't getting no money. When it comes down to closing the deal, I get you done, every single one.